Hello, this is Jason Gillern. If you dig what you're hearing, please go to irishcomic.com and hit that donate button. Thank you. Oh, this is very, look at that. You're blowing out a plume of fucking smoke. I love, I love that you're here, bro. I love that we're smoking fucking weed right now. I'm going to talk about this shit because I haven't seen you. And how many years? I don't even know how many fucking years. It, 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 tell me. But we brothers because listen, I we I'm don't ha- miss a beat, I, bro. There's nowhere else I want to be right now. Same here. Talking to you, same here, out, brother. And I love it, and I love that this fucking retarded podcast is what's bringing it together. But I just want to say, you're one of my heroes. Now, you, what I, one of the things I always loved about you, bro. I don't know if you know this, but you are Jamaican. I'm a Jamaican man. I'm, I'm born here. They call me the Yankee in the family. <laughs> I, I'm born in New York. Well, you know, it's the same with me because my parents are uh, from Ireland, okay. but I was born here in New York. You're so first generation American. First generations like you. So don't you? Haven't you always felt out of place a little bit? Because oh, absolutely. How Just so? With them, I grew up in Harlem. Because my mother spoke with an accent, I was you different. Went to f- you grew up in fucking Harlem. I never even knew that, dude. I That's moved crazy. to L.A. when I was 14. Tell me your whole sitch then, bro. Tell me your whole sitch, like, mm-hmm. growing, g- born where, grew up where. Give me all the years and shit. Born I in Harlem. Crazy. Summer of 1956. You're a legend. My dad, well, let's put it this way. My father was a piano player, a musician. Married with a family. My mom was like the princess of a kingpin in Harlem. Holy He shit. played the piano, sang the right tune. That's how I showed up. Incredible. I'm a love child. Incredible. <laughs> so I'm lucky to be here, brother. Uh, incredible. Listen, I just love that whoever is listening to this, and there will be people listening to this, hearing this, you need to be out there. Your whole fucking thing needs to be out there. You got the coolest fucking voice. You're the coolest motherfucker, and I love you, and I love it. And, and just know that I greatly appreciate you, bro. And, you know, and then, you know, we're going to get into this shit, but, like, I loved hanging out with you. I loved going over to your girl's, I don't even want to say her name or whatever, yeah, yeah. or you can, whatever, not, but, like... You can call her X because that's X. what she is now. <laughs> well, that's two X's then. She but I mean, is, yeah. after your marriage, the second girl, I used to yeah. love going over there. Yeah, I set up the place real good. It, yeah. was, a, it was a big man cave. It was great. It was like, like you guys were living together, and yeah. I used to come over there and just get so baked. Yeah. And I loved, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how she would smoke weed too. D- and <laughs> the only woman I know that can smoke as much as a man. <laughs> I mean, I'll smoke me. Like, unbelievable. I really loved, I loved going over there in the valley now and again. Yeah. Just, it was great weather, and then we go in your in your backyard yep. with her, and then you, and the, or in your garage or whatever. And we had that, or either way, it was You guys used to laugh at me place. because I would get, like, so fucked up off, like, two, three hits of weed, and, yeah. and she would laugh He's at me. Lightweight. Like, He's a lightweight. <laughs> Yeah, but she was tripping on that too, which was yeah. fucking hilarious to me. But little petite girl, I remember what she girl. used to say to, uh, uh, "We're heads, we're heads, just weed, just weed heads." I love That's it. it. Professional, working, making money. She's a beast. Yeah, as far as a professional. You know. Well, like, like she's professional. Like you have been around 
professional women all your life. All my life. So my mom was a professional woman. What's so fucking rad and one of the greatest things about you, too, is your daughter, and we talked about this, went to fucking, I wouldn't even say the high school, one of the best high schools in the country, and then goes to fucking Stanford right afterwards. Like, you have a fucking daughter who graduated from fucking Stanford. And when I graduated from University of Southern California. Incredible. And SC. So, look, bro, as a dad... What else fucking is there? That's There's fucking... nothing else. She's supposed to make sure that your kids can go further than you. Incredible. I, 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 I 1,000% agree. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe... Essie is incredible school. Stanford is like a different fucking level. To get into fucking Stanford is uh, ridiculous. And she did it, and you fucking did it. So, and, and, your, and your ex-wife... Well, dude, let's start there then, brother. Okay. Let's start there. So... Okay. T- keep 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 telling me about your little story again. Then I want to know okay, how you born met your... in Harlem. Uh huh. Uh, during you know born in '56, so I went through the '60s, got to experience Renaissance Harlem. Incredible. I can truthfully, say I shook Malcolm X's and Muhammad Ali's hand at the same time. He's he was Cassius X at the time. This is just when he had converted to Muslim. He was walking down 125th Street. And there was a crowd of people, of course, and it was me and about seven of my buddies in there. No fuck with How old were you here? About? About seven. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. And he shook my hand. Oh, man. There's so much history, man. Things that you read about in history books, I lived it. Incredible. The influx of heroin, how... When I look at zombie movies, I think about that was my first zombie experience when the influx of heroin came. In Harlem? Yeah, when the influx of heroin came in the 60s because the whole bunch of cats from Vietnam was coming back home. You know? So the transition, and now we know that, well, we won't get that deep, but drugs were thrown you in. think the government oh please it's not <laughs> thinking please come on well, man the freedom it? of information act is right there you can read it for your <laughs> damn self man come on we know uh-huh. what's up uh-huh. we know what's up well that's so and the like, beat goes on bro and the beat goes on and the beat goes on have i told you you're my hero yet and how many yeah, times in this podcast sorry hey, bro my man bro so Two listen brothers all the way love it i fucking love it i have my i experienced my piece of black history growing up you know, especially being in Harlem. Uh-huh. But I got, I got to experience a lot. Then mom snatched us up and moved to Los Angeles in 71, so I started high school here. That's fucking crazy. So and you moved here. So I was, I was born. I was 14 when I moved here. You, was four, you were 14. Mm-hmm. You were 14 when you moved to Southern California in L.A. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I kn- How the fuck didn't I know that you were from Harlem? That's unbelievable. A lot of people I didn't talk about where I was from. But that's yeah. incredible. People, when I was at Howard... People didn't know my mother was Jamaican. The Jamaican friends I made didn't know my mom was Jamaican. They found out at graduation when she came up. Oh, no way. Damn, O.D., you're a Jamaican. (laughs) Yeah, man. First generation. I call myself a (laughs) Jamaican. As you take a big hit of that blunt. Bro, and I love that. That's what I love about it. It's like I love... Uh, tell you pot smokers, but I love that you're a fucking Jamaican. I'm standing stone with a real fucking Jamaican. My mother had to run. My mom was 29 when she had me. My mo- grandfather was a Garveyite. A what? Garveyite. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Garve. Marcus Garvey. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. When I was born, militant, black fucking power. See, my f- my father was very, very light, light, bright, damn near white looking. Pretty really? boy. 
He used to play the piano in the South. He used to pass for white in the South. He was probably fucking everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Incredible. But, um, but so he stayed away from my grandfather because when I was born, I was all pink with reddish hair with big dimples. Right? Crazy. Pink cheeks. And my grandfather accused my mother of sleeping with a white man. Oh, holy shit. So she had to run the way to Brooklyn for about three months, and that's when my black sexy came on. <laughs> my color changed, so I was accepted after that. Right <laughs> so all my kids came out pretty light. My girl was looking at my – both mothers at the time said, why are they so light? I promise I didn't sleep with the milkman. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's genes. That's good genes. Incredible. Yeah. And, and you know what I love about you, too? You went to fucking Howard University. Can you yes, tell sir. me a little bit about fucking Howard? Well, like, it, there, there's a black uh, uh, a power thing or not militancy, but, but just the, by the very nature history. of it, it's a black university. Founded by a white one-armed general. No way. I didn't general know that. General Otis Howard was a white man. One-armed general that... You know, during the uh, Reconstruction years, there was a place needed to educate the, quote, newly freed slaves. Holy shit. So he's a fucking hero. Yeah, I guess. It's just ironic that a major black school is named after one-armed white boy. It was founded (laughs) by one-armed white boy. (laughs) Shit. But it was a great place. It was the best place that I could have gone. You know, I have extended family that are fellow bison, so... Uh-huh. Uh, it's a legacy. I stand on the shoulders of a lot of people, just as now a whole bunch of people stand on my shoulders, you know. So, uh-huh. Incredible. D.C., as in general, when I was there, D.C. was known as Chocolate City. Remember? <laughs> when I was there, D.C. was known as Chocolate City. Now, I went back to D.C. Well, regentrification has been taking place, but I especially went back this past October. Now, there were places in D.C. that I wouldn't walk during the daytime by myself. Holy shit. Now I see little white ladies walking their poodles Uh in the middle of the night. Uh Uh-huh. It's happening all over. So it's happening all over. So D.C. is no way Chocolate City anymore. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, it was rough. I mean, for years, you know, right around the fucking ghetto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 rough. Yeah, yeah. Same was how it was right in the middle of the ghetto. But, you know, it is what it is. I love this, bro, because... This is stuff I don't even know about you, okay. and I love hearing about you. I, I never even knew. So tell me about when you met your wife. Where was it? All that shit. I have no oh, idea. Lord. Well, I met my wife. What was the story behind it? The story behind it? <laughs> you try to block uh, it out? <laughs> no, well, she pursued me. And this was uh-huh. my first night exploring the opportunity to be dateable again because I was a single dad. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, not, 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 not. No, no, no. I'm, you asked me when I met my wife. I met my wife when I was a single dad with two kids. I didn't so, fucking know that. Yeah, yeah. See, my so wife you have a first wife. ex. I have the first ex that I never married legally. Oh, I see. <laughs> she claims me to be her ex-husband. <laughs> I guess, you know, we were together for the first two babies, but I never married her. Man, I'm I'm learning married. all sorts of new shit. Yeah, so you know she got into a little problem, but mm-hmm. she's since recovered. But it was because of her I was a single dad for I about see. five years. I so see. So when I met my future wife, I was already a single dad. And the thing is, I wasn't looking for a wife. 
but my daughter was getting older, so the thought did enter my mind, I need a woman in my life. For them, too. For you and for them. Yeah, for them. Not for, yeah, that's another story, but uh-huh. especially for them. And uh, basically, when I met my wife, we were fooling around with each other for about three months. And one Saturday morning, we were we were <laughs> laying together, and she said, "You, you, I, I really feel for you, for you, and like you. And I think you like me, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm laying here with you." Wow, that's that's so that's a fucking right. great story. So so she says, "Well, if you really like me, can I meet your kids?" I'm like, "What?" Because I hadn't introduced her to my babies. You and know, this is how many on. months in? How many months in? Three Four months. months in. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Three months, and I said, "What?" She liked you a lot. Yeah, and but she said, "If I liked her, I should be able to. She should be able to meet my daughter and son." That makes sense to me. Yeah, I guess it made sense. It's to a different. But for a dude, protected. it's a different level. Well, women do the same thing. They're not going to let their men, new men in their life, meet their kids. Because I was having little girlfriends. I was in and out, and my daughter was getting attached to them. Right. So I'm like, oh damn. I can't oh be right. I never even thought about. That. I can't have- even be bringing people around them where they may get emotional attachments and then daddy not seeing her anymore. Or girls would talk to me and I'm like, hey, I'm a package deal. So I yeah. can't just jump and go to Vegas with you or jump and pee with you or cater to you. Or well, they love that. You. Women love to hear that shit, though, right? Some, the, not that the guy- gold diggers, not the ones that's looking for uh-huh. stuff from you. Uh-huh. I'm like, stand in line, baby. But like, I ain't going to feed you. <laughs> shit. I need help. I need help now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> trying to sell wolf tickets to the wolf. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. a woman, if she if a woman hears you talking about your daughters or whatever yeah. too, and yeah. then she a woman respects that. Yeah. And if a woman likes you, it doesn't matter who you're with or how many people right. you have. Well, That's she, one good thing about women yeah. in gen, you know. So she asked me, Well, I want to meet your kids, so I let her meet the babies. And she said, okay, I, let's, we, I want to take them to the movies. I'm like, okay, let's go. She said, no, I want to take them without you. That's so cool. I'm like, whoa. But I'm like, no. I'm like, no, she's going to, my kids, my, especially my daughter's going to run her away. Run her away. I was nervous that whole oh, time. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I was interesting. nervous. Yeah, I'm like, oh, here it is. She gonna because see. you liked her. Yeah, I really liked her. You know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so. The feeling yeah, the, was mutual. Yeah, of course. And that's she, why you yeah, got fucking married. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> With a lot of other shit. Yeah, she had wanted a baby. She was real aggressive because when I wound up marrying her damn near a year later, she was already three months pregnant with my second daughter, Tara. So I had to do the right thing at uh-huh. this point. Yeah. Uh-huh. I never knew that yeah, shit either. I, so in my mind, I saw, okay, the Huxtables. The husband with a white picket fence and all that. So uh huh. Because to, can you talk? Can you talk to? Yeah. Uh, about we had two her- babies in the house in three years. I got. I hooked up with the county. Had two daughters and bought a house in a three-year span. No fucking way. That's that's probably. I'm looking. What age were you then? That's like shocking almost, especially coming out I of a was. fucking marriage. No, going into the match. No, the second, but the, yeah, second, the second, the one and yeah, a half or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was with. Yeah, I you got hooked totally up right away. Life. With her, yeah. No, but I, so I had at the end, of, at already. the end of your first relationship, your first quote unquote marriage, I was with my first girl for ten years. Holy but shit! But she got caught up on the pipe. Oh, that's game how over. I became a single parent. Holy fuck! She got caught up on that crack. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Well, that's so interesting to me. Then, uh, then oh, I was forced to become a single and parent. That is I insane. Didn't and you love you loved her. She was a great woman. Tell me a little She's about. She's a good about, woman. Tell She's me about her. She's a good her. woman now. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, you're still. We're, she, we're the best of friends. Now. Incredible. She's since recovered, runs her own business for the last 20 years. She's counsels. She helps other people. She's evolved into a whole totally different individual. She has a great relationship with my, our son and daughter now. So, and she, she's one of the few people that I know that have come back from the twilight zone. She crack was new. In L.A.? Yeah, in L.A. So, okay, so, so, so. When you meet your your ex, mm-hmm. right? Which she, one, man? I know. I've got three major <laughs> women. I've got best. I've got my baby mama number one. Uh huh. I've got my wife, who is baby mama number two. I'm talking about your your wife. Your and ex-wife. then my last one, who was my girlfriend, that was with me, that you know, <laughs> that was real cool. Who the first six years of our relationship, I was going through a divorce, bro. This is going to be like a five-part episode. It's going to have to be, man. We're going to have to break it down. We're going to have to break it down. <laughs> no, no, for real. And yeah. like, I love this because I'm learning all this shit. So I literally want to know, chronologically, you're with your girl for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Each of them I was with an average of 10 years. 10 fucking years. Yeah. Do you regret, looking back, do you regret any of those? I, I was telling my daughter, my youngest daughter, and my oldest daughter, at Thanksgiving, we were giving gratitude for everything. And I said that I made certain decisions because I loved my babies more than I hated the situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So my decisions was always based off that. Regardless who prospered or how it may have negatively impacted me, if it was in their best interest, I made the decision. Dad of the fucking year, dad of the decade, dad of whatever. I mean, if more dudes did that shit, you'd have a lot lot less fucking... My girl was saying, Dad, you went through so much. And I'm like, well, I have to look at it. If I had done anything differently, it might be a different outcome. And right now, based on how you guys are doing, it's a beautiful outcome. Uh huh. So I would have to say I would have to go through everything as it is. I wouldn't change a damn thing to get to where I am right now. Incredible, incredible. You know. And so your ex-wife is, uh, or was, is a physician. So you went from uh, your first uh, woman, a good woman, addicted to drugs, to a fucking doctor. Well, the first woman that was addicted to drugs was a professional uh-huh. uh, computer whiz. She was uh-huh. a professional woman. How the fuck, then ask me, answer me this, how the fuck does that happen in that community, that crack academic, epidemic, <laughs> national fucking news, common people getting hooked on it that shit? It was new at the time. Ex- You're oh, going back to 70, early 70s. So explain it to me. Late then, 70s. It's like It's coke, it's like, then it's fucking crack. Crack came around around 79. 1979, that's when crack was introduced. Tell me a little bit about it, bro. Tell me about it. Well, it was a way Everyone was doing fucking coke. Everyone was doing coke. People were sniffing coke and everything, and then someone found a cheaper uh, or more profitable way of getting people addicted to cocaine cooked down to its to its form of smoking so and that destroyed a fucking generation generation of of fucking people in the uh, in uh, in across america i knew hustlers i knew i knew hustlers who were prosperous for 30 years running their stuff snorting cocaine was running their stuff 
for thirty plus years. I love this. So 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 and and then. But then what? they met some young girl and started smoking that crack, and they lost shit in a year. Holy fuck! So it's a difference between snorting cocaine and smoking crack. Holy. Even Whitney said crack is whack. <laughs> right? So, no shit. Yeah. No man. shit. Oh man, I, I I praise God that I never got. Well, I was introduced to it, and I had an opportunity where I could have puffed, but I passed instead of taking it. And this was at a rookie's party at the San Francisco 49ers. He he had signed a contract with the San Francisco 49ers, and I was at some mansion my first year out of university, right? And uh, there was a room. What, they were what, year, what year are we talking about Oh, right we're now? talking about 1979, the same Crazy. year I graduated from school. Uh, I was out cool. in San Francisco working. I, you know, I knew a couple of people. Who, I got invited to a big major party. It was a lot of women. That's all I thought. I walked in each room and something different was happening. I like was, what? Well, one room you had, you had people buck naked. Fucking. I guess so. I looked at this and said, ooh. And they said, come here. So I closed the door. I thought it was something I wasn't supposed to see. And I was looking for the bud room, they you know, because I was walking around with a spliff, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> so then I walked in one room and it was a big, long glass table and it was women all around it and men, you know, like in a circle. Um, and I figured, oh, this must be the get high room, right? So I, you know, sat down in between two gals, and my boy was, I found my boy, because he was sitting between them. He and was just and so, then someone had crack. Well, what it was at the time, I saw this, looked like this big-ass snowball, a rock. And my man had a scalpel, because oh, he was a surgeon. And so he was scraping off the side. I'm like, what the fuck they doing? They said, they playing baseball. They playing baseball. I'm like, what the fuck is baseball? And so, and they were passing the pipe around. But what was getting to me, I was looking at the reactions after they hit. I was looking at the reactions after they hit hit it. One girl, her titty came out, and she didn't even care. I'm holy like shit. I saw another girl hit it, and a tear came out of her eye. <laughs> holy shit. And then my boy hit it, right? Now, he had signed a minor league contract for, I guess, the minor league team for the <laughs> Oakland A's. All right. He hit it, and the minute he said, oh, shit. I'm hooked, OD. I'm hooked. <laughs> Just like that. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. This right, is the first so, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then, so I have the spliff, and then the pipe, it's my turn. It's my turn. And then right there, I had a flashback to when I was how, at Howard. and oh, Doing a lot of coke. No. Just stone? Well, people did coke. Right, right. But, 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 but you had a flashback but, to when you were high I, what? Okay, well, that's when I... Okay, we're gonna have to put it on pause. This story. Oh, so let me tell you. I'm gonna out. tell you why I passed the pipe and didn't take it. Okay, so but but just. Tell but that me. was my time to get hooked. If I was gonna hit that pipe, something would have happened to me. That would have changed the trajectory of my life. I think. And you know that one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Holy and shit! And I passed it. I was you like, made... nah, I don't think I better hit this. What was it? The teardrop or the fucking your bro going? <laughs> no, it was an experience I had back at Howard when I was sitting in my boys' room. Everybody was in the get high room, you know, the aluminum foil, the black lights, the posters, <laughs> the big ass speakers. And I had a gas mask on, right? Uh-huh. And I was hitting my shit, hitting it, right? And I was like, this some funny tasting weed. Smell tastes like mint. Tastes like mint. Next thing the Earth Wind and Fire was playing. The music <laughs> and the speaker was 
bouncing on on my skin. I'm like, oh, these are some powerful speakers. I feel the music is bouncing off my skin. What the fuck? What, what right? was it? Angel dust. Oh, it was angel shit. dust because when I was crawling to my room, the room it was like that Twilight Zone scene where the door kept on going further. I'm like, damn, I want to go to sleep. Finally got to my room. My roommate says I was out for like a day and a half, two days, because I remember in the middle I woke up and I looked down my bed, and I was higher than before. <laughs> so I was Holy like, and I had just started smoking herb. I didn't start smoking weed. Oh, I got dude, that's Howard. like a that's you're lucky you so slept. Dude. You like, slept. I knew what to do. I had to lay my ass in bed. You're lucky. And I was like, please God, I'll never smoke a joint again because I just thought it was joint. I just later found out. And so you hit the of, shit out of it. I, I had a gas mask on. <laughs> Are you man. fucking I'm kidding, kidding me? You. No one I'm told like, you what the fuck was going on? Because afterwards, I'm like, what kind of weed was that, man? I was out, man. What kind of weed? He said, man, I was a weed. I was angel dust, bro. And I'm like, you <laughs> motherfucker. You. Oh, my Better God. That out. I'm like, so that was my. So How I the had... fuck? Let me ask you this. How the fuck could anybody get to the place where they're cool with angel dust? Like, like, like not too fucked up off it. Do people even get there? Gil Scott Heron had this song angel dust it was during that time it was a different time man it was a different scene people so like i said my ignorant ass said this tastes like mint and, and you did it again i didn't know what it was i just uh, you know i was a newly i didn't put a joint in my mouth till i got to how it even so, grow i grew so. up in a roster fire now it makes sense that years later I, you don't want to be that I, fucked I, up. I, yeah, yeah. So I, I looked at it and I had that experience. It all went in my mind like five seconds because I had a spliff in one hand and that pipe. And I looked at my boy and he was out. And I saw the girl. She was out. I looked around <laughs> the room. <laughs> Fuck like, this yeah. shit. I just passed the pipe. But you know what's interesting? I, and I, I, this you must have got, or maybe you're already fucked up. But when I moved to LA with my buddy, mm-hmm. this is mid nineties, mm-hmm. and. We lived next to this fucking couple. This like this dude and this chick. They were bringing other chicks home. He'd fuck them. They'd all fuck and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they had this other friend. It would mm-hmm. come over and they would fucking smoke crack. Mm-hmm. They would do heroin. Mm-hmm. And they were just like a young couple Hollywood fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd pay money to know what the fuck happened to these guys. Yeah. But uh, they were cool. We were partied together. But one time, me and my buddy went over there, and they were. They were smoking fucking crack. Yeah. Like white, young fucking yeah. Yeah, actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, yeah. like, like, and we got, they, they wanted us to hit it. I'm like, we're cool, man. He was cool, we're cool. But I sat in that fucking room. And For hours probably. Well, no, I mean, no, no. We had to get the fuck out of there because yeah. I got so fucked up. Oh, yeah. You we were in the him. room. Yeah, okay. You, you, and, and I looked at, I always I looked remember at Oscar the smell of and he looked shit. at me. I'm like, are you fucked? He goes, I'm loaded. Yeah. So I can only, and we were just in the room. I yeah. can only imagine yeah, hitting, that that, yeah. hitting that to your head. Bro, oh, it's a real fucking credit to you. It's almost like weed saved your life in a, in a part of it. I mean, it's yeah. your head, yeah. it's your responsible ways or whatever. But yeah. weed, you just stayed still. I, the I consciously made a decision to smoke weed because weed was, first of all, like I said, my grandfather smoked pounds of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was just Jamaican nicotine. <laughs> right. That's why I didn't smoke during it's high a school. Fucking religion. Throughout high school, people were smoking. I'm like, nah, 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 I don't fuck around. Uh huh. Then your when blood I went my freshman year at Howard. No, 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 no. I, I'll tell them, uh, no, I got asthma. I used to, but I no can't. No shit. You so didn't I smoke weed till pressure. when? I, I got one of I got the highest score on the calculus exam 
and the Nigerian tutor that I had had some Nigerian smoke and I wanted to celebrate. I wasn't a drinker and I'm like, I think I've earned the right to smoke a joint now because my grandfather, and I can go back to another story, he said, men of wisdom smoke weed. You know, you have to earn the right to smoke weed. And I figured I earned the right to puff. So I hit that Nigerian joint <laughs> and I was hooked after that. Ah, <laughs> you were. 43 years strong smoking my herb, man. <laughs> No, because I always known you're a fucking stoner. And that's why when we did yeah. work together, I won't say where we worked or whatever, yeah. but we talked about it for a while. I don't even know if you remember, because I, I looked at you yeah. with your Jamaican head. I'm like, he's got to get stoned. Yeah. So I already knew it, but then that's why my gonna, ultimate goal yeah. was to get baked out with you. And uh, yeah. we're way past that, bro. Hey, it's a way of life, <laughs> bro. We just, uh, like I said, it ranks right up there with oxygen. <laughs> I love that yeah. you're such a fucking stoner. Yeah. Let's go back. You okay. meet You meet your fucking wife. And I married her. You married her. And by year four, it started stinking. I didn't like the way she thought. Well, let me, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, I love how you're answering questions I haven't even answered yet, but yeah. those were I'm some psychic. of the questions I was going to ask. I so know. tell me the first fucking time, the first time in that, okay. that you were like. Something's wrong. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Bingo. All the kids. All the kids. <laughs> it's it was not even. Going, not even something's wrong. Something's like something's, fucked up. Okay. Like, I'm going to tell you. I know the exact instant when I. <laughs> all the kids were all, and she wasn't home. I had gotten home because I had the same hours as the kids. So I was the one that usually, you know, made sure I got the homework, made sure we got good dinner and all that. Because wifey came home around seven thirty, eight o'clock. So right. at this point, you have your two... I have that we're living in, up in the hills, in that big, pretty house up in the hills. You got your two kids from your I've previous got, girl. Yeah, because they were always with me. They never left me. And I have two daughters. And two from fucking the marriage. daughters. Holy shit. So it's four shit. kids. One in, it's like, damn, at one time, it was one in high school, one in junior high school. No, one in college, one in high school, one in junior high school, and one in elementary school. That is, bro, that is like... But for people, for men, or even young dudes listening to this, for a guy, that's like instant family. You're yeah, we were in. the Huxtables. People called us the Huxtables. <laughs> so anyway, crazy. the wife came home around 7.30. So we were all, after everything was cool, and we were all just chilling. And I remember everybody heard the garage door open. And it's like everybody got up like roaches, like pretend they were doing something, uh, or, you know, <laughs> looking busier than anything because the, the ogre was home. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck? I'm doing this too. No way. Yeah, and I knew something was, I got to keep an eye on shit. Yeah. No she, yeah. Way. That's when I knew something was disrupting the force. Okay, yeah, well, let me ask you this, little, brother. Yeah, bro. This. And then it escalated after yeah. that. <laughs> It, it started escalating after that. That fucking And I day. had to man up, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I stayed in my marriage seven years long. Went, after that, it was like I stayed in the marriage seven years longer than I should have. Here's what's fucked up to me, man. Mm -hmm. It's like like everything is cool, and everything now you're going to cool. reveal your real self. Tell me your Absolutely. fucking real self. Four, not even your wife. Anybody. Four fucking years ago, 10 years ago, 50 fucking years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Women would say, tell her, like, why? Why? He's got this. Why? You, why are you doing Why? It was like, why? What's wrong with her? But well, wait, who would say why? Other women. That was like her friends or people were coming like, why is and she they didn't like this? So her friends didn't tell you or you had no inkling the Man, person that she was. And not stupid. to say she's a great mother, great whatever, but the, it was a whole new. But she's a doctor and a Christian. Uh-huh. That don't help. 
So that's such a fucking trip that there was a whole new, like her friends were saying, what the fuck is wrong with her after shit starts going bad or whatever. Well, what the fuck is, is it the, is it the, the religious element? Is she just kind of a nuts? I found out later that she was a victim of abuse. I see. Okay. Right, she was a victim of abuse. So I see. I see. Like the, physical abuse, sexual yep, abuse, all from the, okay. family and uh-huh. all that stuff. She was a victim well, dude, of that. Came you know out what? Later. You can't change that, save that, alter that. It's gonna rear its ugly fucking right, head. Right. 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 Even if the the person's a good person, right, it's gonna right, affect right. every right, fucking right. body. Right. Kids, right. wives, husbands, dads, parents, and that's fucked up. That's why any type of abuse, especially, well, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, sexual is a whole different fucking level of yeah, evil mental, and fucked up. emotional. It's fucked up. Abuse is fucked up. Abuse is abuse. Yeah, but man. sexual is a whole different. That's yeah. completely fucked up. And I feel sorry for anybody who would endure that. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be then extra cool. Do you think there are people that go through that who can fucking survive that and maintain... You yeah, have to be fucking... As long as you identify if it's a problem, you identify uh-huh. the problem. Get help or whatever. And get help for this uh-huh, shit, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, for anything, bro. You well, you're it. just, you know, yeah. the type of dude you are, bro, is you are a fucking uh, helper. You want to fucking help yeah, normally, people. I'm a motherfucking nurturer. A nurturer. nurturer. And to a fault. To a fault. To a fault. That came out fucking later. So yeah. as you're, from your perspective, dude, that's pretty fucked up that you found out. Not only that, but a whole lot of shit yeah. later. Yeah, later. And, and, yeah. and, and, and that's... You know that that's a, that's not full disclosure. Not <laughs> you're not being diplomatic. No, to say something, uh, not full disclosure is in a marriage is fucking everything. True. Yeah. So you played it cool. To I your thought credit. I was husband number two. I was actually husband number three. Found Holy that out later shit! On in Holy yeah, shit! Story of my life. That's, that's, Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. I, I, so oh well, talk to me about this, dude. Talk to me okay. about this because. Like that was a heavy fucking toll. Yeah. A heavy, heavy toll going through that. Explain to me that separation. Like, like how you were fucked up over it, right? Yeah, man. Or were you miserable, happy I to was get miserable. out? Like, give me the give me the whole fucking thing. Okay, we got mad in '91, and by 1995, I started smelling. <laughs> You know, something not right about her. By 1995? About 95, yeah, about 95. Okay, and, and, right and she's ch- she changed personalities. She's changing because she's progressing into a medical career, into a, to a medical career, because when I met her, she was just going, finished going through her, um, she had already graduated from med school, so she was going through like that internship or whatever you call it. Uh-huh. And she was so her career was pretty important to her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She wanted to be a full-fledged doctor. See, my ex-wifey started changing as she became, in fact, when she started making more money, she figured there was a Are you fucking power. kidding me? Right. Because I did you not. Now, obviously, bro, I'm hitting on all the questions. About that. Yeah. Well, tell me right now, because money, I was going to ask, how much does money play in it? Okay. it? It plays into all fucking divorces. Well, let's put it this way. So she flipped it on me almost like a year later when she said, well, I make I make 40% more than you. So no shit. Have 40% more of the decisions. More I power. don't believe that. Are you fucking I, kidding me? That's just when I looked at it. That's exactly what I said. I said, are you fucking kidding me? So I started <laughs> laughing because at the time I was cooking. 
And I started laughing to myself, damn, I'm cooking and she's talking. I'm like, what the Bro, fuck? you know what's so interesting to me about this? That's an incredible story. Yeah. And like I just a, laughed at it. I didn't even acknowledge it, bro. For a for a person that's been married twenty years and just like living with a woman, knowing a woman, like you're that that shit is seared into your head, that conversation, her saying that, mm-hmm. you were responding to it however many years ago. Yeah. Because it's like there's something wrong there. Yeah, and it, it was stupid. I didn't even acknowledge it. But I tell people the stories, they think I'm embellishing. I'm like, no, I really did. Out of nowhere. Even though she she wanted you to fucking stay home. That that what I told you about the uh yeah, I said back then I said, wait a minute, you I gave up a gig so I could be home more. Now that I did that and now you make it more, now you're saying I don't make enough money. As you're cooking. She was saying I don't make enough money after she started making money. That's well, she knows your your profession. She I was knows still making th- good money. I was still making like 70, I think. Yeah. 60 or 70. She was making 130. Uh-huh. <laughs> 125. That's so fucked up to me. And that's, look, and there's two sides to every story, obviously, yeah. but from a, a team, a unit, uh, two spouses. House. house was money. I bought the you house. You celebrate everybody's fucking so, money, yeah. though. It's like you're together. It's supposed to be our money. I don't, yes, I don't get that. Man, that, man, she robbed me, bro. I tell you. She, oh. But I said, maybe all women do that. Wait, wait, wait. So you bought the house. I bought the house. And then she it was my credibility because I was at the job for a long time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Teacher making good money. Where's that house now? It's still up there. It's still there. She sold it. No. Okay. She can't so okay. Living it. It's being rented. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Well, that's yeah, smart. She she can't. She that's it's another. Lots another story. story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the house is still in the family. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Okay, so you meet. It's hot. Everything's cool. Mm. It's it's bang, bang, bang. Kids fucking live together. Second marriage. That's a. Let's that's keep breathing. Let's get the kids grown so we can be by ourselves and walk around the house naked. That was my you, goal. And that was your fucking goal. That and that's so goal. cool. And I'll tell you right now. Oh, 30 years at the county. Kids be grown. Oh, just, just as live cool life as you day. are. Oh, here's why I'm interested. As mm. cool as you are and as genuine a goal as that is. Mm. And it's obviously genuine. You're an amazing father and all that. Like. To me, it sucks for you that you got a deal that was non-expected, like yeah. surprise. That's like hard. that's fucked up. How did? Let me ask you this: How did you miss those fucking signs? Being as met with as many women as you've been with, crazy, normal, cool, the best, all that. Like you got fooled, or what? Or you were in love, or blind, or what the no, fuck it wasn't happened? No love, blind shit. It wasn't that. I don't know, man. It just creeps up. Because it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. Well, if it's kids involved, bro, you're going to put up with stuff you don't want to put up with anyway. But I'm talking about, of course, Mm -hmm. and of course, and you would do that, and that's Mm -hmm. a good thing. But I'm talking about not knowing someone for really who they are. Right. You got to take time to know somebody, I guess. Uh That's it, bro. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Take time. take time to get to know somebody. Uh Uh-huh, because that's what I want people (laughs) to learn from this shit. Get time to know somebody, man. Okay, cool. That's Because everybody's putting their best foot forward. People reveal who you are. When they do, you have to believe them. Uh Uh-huh. You know. We're helping people, bro. We're helping people, bro. (laughs) We're helping people on... But so so okay so now I got it. So okay. you meet. It's hot. It's heavy. She you have kids. Yeah. She changes. People know about the real her, yeah. even though she's probably a good person. I've she's never met her. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so good people. Whatever. And, and and a fucking and a very educated, smart woman. Right, whatever. Right. But she has some issues like a lot of people. So I yeah. get it now. Oh. So then you're hanging on. Tell me about like the lowest fucking shit. How you're stressed. 
how you're going through this, the heaviest, darkest shit. Because uh, I know dude, she used to dump my herb, bro. She'd go in my closet <laughs> and dump my stash, bro. <laughs> no shit. And one time she said, you're going to have to choose between me and this herb. I'm no like, way. I'm like, That's, Tell me exactly what she said. She, she said, she you're say- just addicted. You're a junkie and everything. Oh, my God. Because About pot? She was calling the police that I her, her husband has marijuana in the house. Are you fucking I'm not kidding, kidding you, me? I'm not Hold kidding on. you, bro. Hold on. A wife? My wife. Called the cops. Yes, called Pope. And you know what's crazy about this story? Now, if, mm. if someone, if a woman or a spouse is fucked up to do that now, it'd be a joke. Back then, you're fucked up with the law. Right. It's weed. Even it's just weed back then. That's right. fucking crazy. Right. I cannot believe That's true that story, she did bro. that. She did stupid Let shit. Let me ask like you that. this. Does she know now, years later? I don't talk to the hoe. <laughs> Not my ex-wife. <laughs> All that stuff. I don't talk to the hoe. Since Dude, my listen, girls turned 21, listen, I don't need to talk to her. Here's what's tripping me the fuck out. As cool as you are, you're mm. the fucking man. Mm. I don't see how anybody could put you in that position oh, and and have you have one up on you and like and you kind of being cool enough to go along with it and mm. trying to keep it work. That's a credit to you. Most mm. dudes would be like, get the fuck out of here. And for one year, I did not smoke pot just to show her. No fucking for way. For one year, bro. Bro, she called the cops oh, yeah, bro. on you for having pot. Yep, yep. And one time I was I had a back spasm. And I was laid up in bed, and she was fucking with me in bed. I got up and punched a hole in the bathroom door. She called the cops on me then. When the cops came up with their arm, their shit drawn, I was in my bedroom. Where are you? I said, I'm in bed, half damn near crippled. My back spasms. I can't get up, so if you're going to shoot me, you're going to have to shoot me while I'm laying in bed. I cannot fucking believe And the cop that- came in my bedroom, right? He said, your wife says you're... You're, you're violent. I'm like, yeah, she was in my face, and I got up, and I had the strength to hit, and I killed my door, see? <laughs> I said, I killed my door. I hit my door, and it's my property. It's my house. The house is in my name. You got a, You didn't get arrested. Don't tell me you got no, arrested. No, and he left, and he gave her a warning. You better leave your husband alone. Bro, thank fucking God. Thank God that happened from that cop. Because can you imagine a dude or you any 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 person man or woman in that that goes to jail over that? Yeah, I told because you, that you know, shit happens. Me in bed. I said, I said I'm hurt. He said, Get out of. It. I said, I can't. I have spasms. I said, I said, you see the medication right there on the left side. I said, I cannot get out of bed. My wife is a nut. You you survived yeah. a, a a a spouse. I'm so proud of you for surviving yeah, that shit yeah, because. Yeah. For me to get married, bro, for me, and you know Jess, yeah, it has to be easy. And she's mellow as fuck, like crazy. Mellow. I cannot do crazy. Yeah. Like, and that's- uh, that, She that's, was crazy. That, I just can't she's do it. She's still mental to this day from what I hear. Unbelievable. What, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. As cool as you are, as smart as you are, mm-hmm. as successful as you and your family have been, your mm-hmm. daughters, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you mm-hmm. get- Involved? What is it? You're dr- you're drawn to crazy, or does it happen? Then you find out. That's or a good whatever? question. Because the crazy I've been drawn to, they all talented. Everybody crazy to the point. Uh huh. You, know, you know, but you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Why I draw crazy. <laughs> That's why I'm not with everybody now. I'm single now, but now I'm ready to give the title to somebody. So I'm gonna <laughs> give you know, the title. But I don't you know. give a fuck right now. You know. <laughs> 
if I get crazy, I'll leave your ass. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. I'm just going right. to be smart about things. I'm right. Mean, I, tie myself in with you on anything financial. Right. You well, know? you know what? Here, can I give you some yeah. advice? A- and what the fuck do I know? You're yeah. older, you're yeah. smarter, you're cooler. Yeah. But, like you told me, wait, 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 and make sure she's not fucking nuts. Right, right. It's or, gotta or be- I can deal with your nuts. Or I can deal oh, with I can your deal nuts. With your oh, nuts okay, I let's... don't like nuts, but if you got the kind of nuts I can deal with, baby, then yeah, let's do this. I can deal with your nuts. Yeah. You're the fucking best. Well, yeah, you're right. right, because who's yeah. not a little bit off, right, for sure. Right. I'd be worried if you're not off. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right, right. Mm. And what is fucking normal? Well, I tell her I'm superficial. I'm very visual. You have to look good to me. There's no doubt about it. You have to look good to me. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not saying you have to look look good to everybody, but you have to look good to me. Uh huh. So if your shit is fucked up, well, I just got agape love for you. <laughs> you know, I got God's love for you after uh-huh. that, but I ain't gonna be your man. <laughs> <laughs> My shit won't even hey, get hard, okay, man. Okay, tell them that. I do tell okay, them that. Okay, good. Okay, cool, know? cool, cool. Let me ask you this on that note then. Mm-hmm. What percentage of your several breakups, and you've had some big ones. Do you blame yourself and, and why? Like, there's two I'm sides to every story. I, I'm accountable for everything, uh-huh, bro, that uh-huh. happens in my life, man. Uh huh. You know, I could have prevented a lot of shit probably if I had the wisdom or the experience at the time. So, I know now, mm-hmm. talking to you, mm-hmm. how you must have been affected by that. That's yeah, fucked up. Absolutely. And, and it took you, what made you finally being hurt and fucked with? Mm-hmm. Finally, to be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. When does that happen? When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And how many years is that? And what's your, and yeah. So um, you reach your lowest point. And you just say, no, you can't. Hey, man, suffering is optional. Didn't fucking people tell you, get the fuck out? What are you doing? She's whatever. Suffering is optional. And I just got tired of suffering. You know, you have a scale, had a scale. One was the desire to maintain a marriage. The other side was to desire to leave the marriage. So I still had the scale that was, you know, to desire to maintain the marriage was still high. And then when it got to the point where Uh the scale was, you know, the desire to leave the marriage was heavier, then I left. Yeah, that's like a utilitarian perspective. And that's probably what it is. It's like plus, plus, minus. It was a series of events that was fucking going against all. You know, after a while, I'm like, okay, if I stay any longer, I'm going to fucking die. True that, bro. Uh, and and so didn't you have friends helping you out or like you can't what go through can that? Do? You can't bring yeah. people. They got their own shit going through. What they gonna do, bro? I kept. I dealt with my. It's my shit. I dealt with it. Incredible. If the shit was going good. I ain't spreading the prosperity out there. I'll give a party, let people come in. But I'm like, oh, the marriage right. is going so great. Let me reward y'all. Right. So if my marriage is going bad, I ain't going to punish you with the bullshit. It's my right. business. I'll handle it. You're I'll the fucking man. Unbelievable. Yeah, so, bro. well, tell me, so you come out of that. Mm-hmm. So then you are a divorced fucking dad. Mm-hmm. You come out of a divorce. Mm-hmm. Now you're fucking single. Mm-hmm. You have kids. Shit, you just got out of fucking hell. And now what is I'm like- I'm right into another relationship. <laughs> right away? So a divorce takes six years, bro. Oh, to, okay. So six years- So during years. that time, I'm trying to nurture a relationship and going through my my battles in court with this broad. That is crazy. And that we didn't talk about that. So you, this was a long, insane- That's what yeah, can happen man. to you in divorce. You got to maintain a job and shit. You know, the bill's live still your life. You still had to live your life, but now you got extra weight to deal with. The thing is, bro, to me, that sounds like- 
of the people I've spoken mm-hmm. to, so the most hellish divorce. Oh, it was only it was because one of, the of the length of it. And yeah. I'm sure the longer anything fucking goes, the more bullshit's going to happen. It was stupid. Oh my god, that is I crazy. Can tell- yeah, it would now take, looking at your face, yeah. like you're only thinking about all the crazy shit yeah, now. But do you that. still think about that, or not really? Sometimes, if I want, if if someone needs com- comedy relief, I can bring up several instances <laughs> from what I went through that make people laugh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lots of shit I went through, man, over a six year period. So you look back and shake your head at a lot of the shit I, going. I don't know how I went through it, bro. Seriously. Well, it's a credit to you. You're a yeah. fucking survivor. That's yeah, how you I'm went fucking through it. Yep. Yep. Okay, so then you get out of that and you hop into what's dating like, even before you met the the girl that I know. Like, what's dating like? There's no fucking internet then, right? Like, nah, man, you go out there and meet these women, man. It's an art to me. I never had problems meeting women. No doubt. Yeah. Well, I, with the numbers that I hit, bro, I should be laid up. <laughs> I hit numbers, baby. I hit Will Chamberlain numbers. No way. <laughs> yeah, bro, no. I had more than my share. No bullshit. More than my share, Well, I know bro. that, but tell me. Like, oh, when, I when, at, when, when, I, is your, when is your fucking heyday fucking everybody? My college years. College years. You fucked I everybody. I went to school where it was 2,500 freshmen and only 300 dudes. 2,500 freshmen and only 300 were, of were men. Yeah, because oh, that's, that's incredible. I went to a school in well, D.C. That's incredible. The ratio to women is like, it was 9 to 1, so at my school it was like 12 to 1. No Listen, fucking, no a, a gay dude can go to my school and become bisexual. Everyone, women want to fuck. There's no dudes to fuck. That's like Fantasy Island in college. D.C. by itself, man. Look, one of the heydays hey was to go downtown D.C. when work was let out around 5, when all the secretaries that work for the government or come. There's to, no dudes. No dudes, bro. It was like everywhere you turn, it was ass all over the place. And what year is this again? In the 70s. Bro. Holy shit, where everyone's fucking anyway. Anybody fucking Even 50-50 I go to a club, table full of women. I walk in, table full of women. They buying me drinks. And you're handsome as fuck. Oh, I'm cleaner than a chitlin, baby. Holy. I'm cleaner than a chitlin. Holy shit. And then they say, oh, he's one of them Howard boys. How tall are you, bro? 6'3". 6'3", Howard University. Dimples. No dudes, handsome, fucking everybody. Fucking everybody. When when it's opportunity to fuck, I fuck. When I couldn't <laughs> fuck, I didn't fuck. Right, bro. Look, as I interview here, and I'm thinking about some of the other my buddies I interviewed. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and, and I gotta get women on this fucking podcast, and I, that's in the and it's in the works. But like, I I would say a woman hearing you, especially and a few other guys, like this is almost like a dating. Because for me, like you're saying cool things that a woman would want to fucking hear. You know what I mean? Like you're you 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 acted responsibly. Thank you. You're cool as shit. You're a great dad, and and a good fucking catch. It's just ironic that you know a few of the women you hooked up with, like there'd be other women that would appreciate you for being as fucking cool as you are. Is what I'm trying to say. So Thank that's you, and I'm sure they they did to a certain extent, obviously, but like really appreciate it, and that's fucking coming. Thank you, brother. For a thousand percent, thousand percent. You're you're talking to your fucking ladies right now on your phone. I love it. Well, Multitasking. You know, one that I see they play games, right? Like this one said, I I gave you I gave you my loving too early. I want a relationship. You don't want a relationship. I said, Well, I told you. You just got that fucking text right now? Well, now she wants me, she said she calls me hi. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? I'm a little tipsy. 
I said, can I come over and take advantage of you? It's been so long. She said, yes. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> oh, shit. What? Oh, serious? shit. Because it's been about three months since I've given her a little something. Well, then you better. you better. So I'm just waiting to see what the next statement will be. Uh-huh. You know. Oh, you're a fucking legend, dude. You're a legend. You're getting texts from chicks right now. Right now. So that is still exciting, though, like to it's meet fun, somebody you new know, and all that. It's still game. It keeps, you know, you, uh-huh. if I had a good woman, you wouldn't have to be playing these stupid games. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. I'd rather have a good woman that I can play with. Uh-huh. You know, because uh-huh. you got to be right, you know. Does Superwoman exist? I, I, bro, I'm telling you right now that she does. I am just mm-hmm. fucking told you that you're the fucking coolest and you need a woman, bro, that tells My ride you that, or die, baby. That to- exactly. My tells ride or you die. that, loves you, and only you. And they're out there. Women are fucking the best. Yeah. You just picked some fucked up chicks. True that, bro. True <laughs> that. True that. <laughs> and it's True ironic because you're so fucking cool, man. But, you know, as it goes. Oh, I know you got a cruise, but listen. I need we can to do hear- part four and five. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. No shit. And we will. But I want to hear about... The girl that I know, I won't okay. say her name or whatever. Yeah, yeah. How do you meet her? Because that's, I know I her. I met her at the weed man's house. At the weed man's house? What yeah. the fuck year we is that? Had, the weed this man. Was, yeah, he was he was a mutual friend that sold weed. And I okay, drove so, all the way to Gardena. Well, that's that's how it was, though. So if people don't know, like, you go over. Somebody who was had still in weed, dealing weed. weed. And you met there. And that's I fucking weird. I met her weird. there. Uh huh. And this was during the same time Kobe Bryant was going through his shit. Oh, I remember. Okay, so hold on. So, so you're literally buying weed, and she yeah. shows up, or she's already she there. Tell me the whole the thing. Bar. No, she shows up. So you have you seen her a few times though? Maybe? No, never saw her before. Oh, wow. I saw Tell her me legs that. first because I was tying my shoe, and when she walked in. I saw the legs, and I went up, and I'm like, damn. She was fine. I'm like, you look familiar. She's a very attractive woman. Very attractive. You know that. Very and she's attractive. a stoner, and I love that. You know what I stoner. love? That she would just go buy fucking weed, a yeah. chick, stoner chick. I love that. I met her at the weed man. I love She'd it. She'd be like, don't tell nobody we met there. I'm like, why not? Yeah. So, so so, tell me the whole thing. So you meet her, you're we like, damn, her, you look and good. And this was, uh, I was going through the, I was like, oh, I was like, I said, I like you. You're really nice. This is when you were going through the divorce. No, I didn't file for divorce yet. We were having a problem. Oh, shit. I'm okay. like, yo, I said, I would love to follow, she, I said, I would love to follow up on our conversation, but I'm in a badass marriage. Ain't nothing happening. Uh-huh. She I was, said, ain't nothing happening, but, uh, you know, ooh. She said, well, make it happen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I, you know, I called her the next thing. We went out. You know, chemistry was there. Went to the pad. Bumped it real quick. Yeah, she smoked yeah, weed. She, yeah, of course. We smoked. That was it. You smoke. It's free. Yeah, because yeah. that was what I loved about both you going over there, watching you get super baked, super and baked. and her like keep talking. Like she was a fucking stoner. She's a stoner. Bro. And I love that she would laugh at me. I would laugh at her laughing at me. Like going, she's yeah. like, "What's up with this fucking dude?" Yeah, that could be a problem. I'd be sick in bed, right, with the damn flu. I said, baby, I don't feel like smoking weed. She getting mad at me. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to smoke now. I'm sick. I'm dying. And she, and she was still, she was like, I'm yeah. like, I don't believe you. Yeah, she's a stoner. Even to this day, she don't have a med card, and she be trying to call me to go to the dispensary. Oh, so you're still cool with her? Oh, yeah, I'm cool with her. Okay, cool. cool. I just can't be a man no more. So, <laughs> what? Oh, man, she's crazy, bro. Uh-huh, I think she's uh-huh. bipolar. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. So yeah, she's a good girl, but she ain't good for me. Fucking, how do you not find? How do you not find, Mrs. Uh, what do you call her? Wonder I ain't Woman. Looking for 
Yeah, well, you know, well, that's a good it'll sign. Come because, if it's, yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. coming, it'll come. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I ain't yeah, looking yeah. for I'm cool. Meanwhile, I got a lot of girls I can. I see that from your text. Your phone is, yeah, is popping. A whole bunch of them out all over the country, bro. And and and, and you get you're country. online. You meet a few of these chicks online. I, no, no, babes I went to school with. Babes I went to school with that I still have good relationships with, you know. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Old school shit. Yeah, I've got friends. I'm Uh wealthy with friends. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I'm single now, you know. Uh Uh-huh. You know. They oh, trust me. you're Some the coolest. I go back 30, 40 years with. Incredible. They love too. Uh huh. And they've been married, divorced, in yeah, and out. It's all the same yeah. shit. Give me some, girl. I want some. <laughs> but a lot of, I know a lot of black women, they be trying to change dudes and mold them in their image to what they want. Uh huh. That's a you common know, problem. Well, th- then answer me this because mm. I think this is a systemic problem, black, white, whatever. Like, mm. and I don't, I don't want to make this just a dude fucking podcast mm. because. It's about women right now. Mm-hmm. I live with a woman. I have a daughter. I love them more than life. But mm-hmm. like, women have daddy issues. Oh yeah, bro. So so Fuck so yeah. what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. So the thing is, That's what my girls are fearless. They don't have daddy exactly. issues. Exactly. So what happens is this. What happens is this. And I'm fucking armchair, obviously psychologist. But if if you like you're gonna fuck up a relationship down the line by trying to control the dude and some of the dudes want to be fucking controlled i never wanted to be controlled i gotta get a woman on this fucking podcast (laughs) i gotta get a woman's perspective yeah yeah yeah. but you know what i mean though like so you have to then deal with a woman with a daddy's issues which is i don't usually try to deal with them Okay, but good. I don't know at the time, but now I would ask him, "What's your relationship with your father?" Uh huh. You know that's uh-huh. that tell your whole life. She said, well, "I can't stand my father," and then you gonna have problems with her. Uh, overall, you, you can't generalize for anything, but uh, overall, like, yeah. and, and that goes for men too. It's like you know, so fucking crazy, dude. All right, so so then shit starts going bad with with uh, her when because I, I would imagine, bro, after going through a fucking after going through a heavy divorce, you'd mm. be less likely to put up with some bullshit right right? i didn't put up with right okay i get that you know but she became very aggressive when i left the left uh, the gig and wasn't making as much money and she started making more money oh same bullshit same bullshit i need i need insurance i need this i need that oh you want to marry me because you need insurance i said okay let's buy less weed and you can buy we can buy you no shit instead of instead of an ounce we'll buy half an ounce and buy you an insurance policy i'm not gonna marry you then that's no bullshit That's no bullshit. Yeah, I'm not gonna marry yeah. you because of my benefits. Yeah, 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 yeah. So eventually, oh, thank God you yeah. got smart, bro. Oh, I was already smart. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so that was a more mellow, like whatever. It's like, see ya. Yeah. Is there okay, bro? So, it, uh, tell me anything else that you would want to say that you could fucking help somebody or give some advice or anything. And we'll, well, we'll wrap this you know, shit. And yeah, I appreciate far, you doing this. Yeah, as far as, you know, relationships and kids involved, man, you got to love the kids more than you hate the bullshit. You have to love the kids more than hate the bullshit, but you were doing that and it yeah, still ended up. Decisions. No, it, it, my kids are fine today. They are. But I mean, in divorce-wise, like... The you, divorce ain't good, but... Because like, people know. people stay together for kids, but, but that some never... Some people do do that. And it never... Some it, people pull it off, and as soon as the kids get up and go, they go. But why waste time? If you don't want to be with somebody, fucking go, leave. Don't even be around them. <laughs> You're work right. It, work it from another place. <laughs> no doubt about it. Some people stay together because they can't afford to be apart And those people... Uh-huh. They especially now, right. They can't afford to right. be apart financially. 
Oh, that's hell. Tango. That's hell. You know, I, well, we can live good being together, but if we live apart, our standard of living is going to go down. That's why it'd be nice to be loaded. If you're Fuck rich, yeah. sign a if paper. If you're rich, you can, listen, when you have a lot of money. Donald Trump. You ain't going to have a problem because you can tell your girl, shut the fuck up. And she says, okay. <laughs> or she says, you shut the fuck up. And then you go your separate ways. Everybody's yeah. rich. It's if so she sweat. got money, no. She won't say shut the fuck up if she broke. Uh-huh. If she got money, if she got money and you don't have no money, <laughs> she's going to run over your ass. Oh, uh, no. I'm talking about if two people are super rich. Then y'all don't need to be even to be together. Yeah. <laughs> If we rich, why are we even arguing? We both rich and we fucking have a problem? Then fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> fuck it. I'll buy the house next door and I'll see you when I want to see you. <laughs> You're the best. You know, you know suffering no is optional, bro. No shit. Suffering, suffering is, is optional. optional. Well, uh, t- well, it's interesting, interesting to me you said that because I believe in two things. I believe I'm kind of a half-assed Buddhist, so I believe humanity being right so being human is suffering i believe in that buddhist tenet i really do like there's some suffering that must go on but i agree with you wholeheartedly bro that people bring some suffering on themselves and fucking either by bad decisions bad mistakes right whatever and then and then how long they stay there is up to them but the longer you stay the more fucked you are true that bro so (laughs) you know life is you know so Oh, your cat. So when are we going to continue part two of this, man? <laughs> part two? I already got six parts in this. Oh, okay. We've cool. been chatting. We've we been chatting. We only touched on some shit. You, no, no. I want to hear about it all. Bro, you should have your own fucking podcast, radio show, TV show, well, star in the movies. We can do it together, man. You know how they got. Yeah, that, that yeah. Undisputed Truth. We got Shannon and my man, Skip. Who's that? Oh, uh, that's the Undisputed Truth. That's like a sports thing. Shannon Sharp is ex-football player. Oh, of course, of course. And they have debates and views. Oh, 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 oh on, uh, on on ESPN. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great show. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. said we can we can do something together because we vibe, bro. Uh, no, no, thousand percent. But you who's can the other dude? Out of me. Who's the other dude on uh, on uh, Shannon Sharp and who else? Uh, Skip Bayless. Oh, Skip Bayless. Yeah. Oh, he drives me crazy. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that dude yeah. drives but me crazy. Yeah, Shannon is sharp. Bro. Yeah. No, he's good. Yeah. yeah no, he, he's real good. Yeah. He was a great player too. He's got his Absolutely. ring. He's he his fucking ring. He's all a famer. Yeah, he he won he won, won it in Denver though. Mm-hmm, he did win a mm-hmm, fucking ring. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And mm-hmm. his brother was a fucking Beast. great player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, completely. Are you you're a sports fan? Yep. What 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 sport again? Who? Football. 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 Who's your I football like team? Raiders. Oh, you're a Raider fan. Yeah, okay. I was silent for years, man. Oh, for that's years. why you and Armando. Yeah, they really. I fucking, had to be silent for years. It's crazy, and and it's crazy that they were because people don't know, like, or the people. Football fans know they were the the fucking they were, greatest. They were the shizzle, yeah. So they I'm, were the but greatest. now I'm glad to be participating in football conversations again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I, it's amazing to me that that fucking whole organization. Well, the Niners did the same shit. Yeah. The top of the pinnacle. Yeah. And now they're fucking unbelievably. Yeah. It happens. Time happens. You know yeah. what's amazing, dude? Well, what about that fucking Patriots team? They Tom Brady is a guy. I, I feel the same fucking way. Can't and bet against Tom Brady. It's, it's 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 to me. It's like how can people? And I, I'm a Niner fan or grew up a Niner fan you're a Raider fan I'm just looking at it as a sports fan and I love a fucking winner people hate that fucking guy hate that coach they are the greatest one two both gods and they win every fucking year they'll and probably win, win again, again this year and, and they probably win it again this can't year can't go against Brady bro period you just can't go against Belichick and Brady. Brady's Brady yeah. is a fucking god. He's a god. He's a god. And and you know, I, so it's so funny you fucking. He is. Yeah, I agree. You see it, bro. I agree. Brady is a god. I agree. Bro. And you're not even a Pats fan. I just love. Oh, no, I hate the Patriots, bro. They're the <laughs> one that's 
Stole the shit from my Raiders to begin their dynasty. That that field that, goal, that winter night, that fucking that winter field day. goal. Yeah, man. That's the game when you kick yeah, the field goal, right? Man. That was the beginning, and that's when they started their dynasty, and that's when the Raiders went to shit. No, Brady is God. I agree yeah, with you, bro. Brady is the man. Listen. You're the fucking man. All right, bro. Thank you so much. I fucking love you. I'm glad we're fucking back, reconnected. We will Definitely. stone out off the fucking mic. Yep. And I'm just so curious about <laughs> you going to your old lady's house tonight. Yeah. That sounds exciting to me, so. I'm driving all the way to Inglewood, bro. <laughs> I'm, drunk. I'm driving all the way to Inglewood, better than Riverside, <laughs> and I need some. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> You're a legend, bro. You're Thank a legend. You, bro. Thank you so much, and we'll fucking see you soon. Oh, Absolutely. party forevermore. Right on.